We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by Chris Owen. Midweek matches in the Premier League, game week 12. We're back after only a few days. Chris, you had a 3-1 weekend of betting, including our parlay picks. Unfortunately, my parlay piece didn't hit. But Chris, what's going on on this Monday evening? Just, uh, you know, we're... Three days later, I think, from our, our last podcast, so right back to it. Relatively successful weekend for myself, so I'm happy about that. I, you know, To Adam's credit, he has a little room to, to miss a couple picks. I think he was you know, sitting like 18 and 9-ish uh, prior to the weekend, right around there, and I was under 500, so um, I really needed those picks to get it right, and then uh, you know, obviously big result for Liverpool on Sunday, and it was funny, after we got done chatting, I was like, you know, on Twitter reading a couple articles, blah, blah, blah. And I like saw all these stats. I was just like kept trending towards them. Not like it was like, oh, you know, Virgil van Dyke hasn't lost at home in 65 games. It was like, you know, they've lost, they haven't lost in front of home fans and, you know, five and since like forever. So it was like, oh, okay, well, double chance that worked out. So anyways, this is a totally new week. So, you know, we're not going to rest on, rest on our laurels here. We're going to get right back to it. And, you know, these, these short, midweek kind of these ones are tough to bet because a lot of rotation you know a lot of things at play here where you're like yeah hopefully i get it and then we're actually at we were supposed to have two marquee matchups here with uh man united and tottenham and then city and arsenal i forget why that one's postponed but uh keep that in mind too because that would have been it would have been awesome to have both those games this midweek yeah i think arsenal is postponed because they're uh Europa League match was postponed after the Queen died because of the the whole London ordeal with security. So that's being replayed on Thursday, or not being replayed, it's being played on Thursday. So I believe that's the reason for it. But yeah, those teams, that match was postponed. But man, that that Liverpool-Manchester City match, like you mentioned the Liverpool money line, and I was like, well, I can't really do that though. We both mentioned the... The most solid odds to score, it was like plus 200-something. Yeah. And it was like, man, those seem like good odds. But neither one of us took it. I just went with like the bread and butter, butter over two and a half. Both teams to score no draw kind of a thing. And 
man, the only goal of the match was just like a, a bad defensive play by Cancelo and uh, Salah gets away on the breakaway and that's the only goal of the match. So, yeah, I got, I had the home double chance. I was like, there's no way you can take, you can't take a plus odds Liverpool at home on a double chance. I think that's, it was like plus 100. So pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah. You got the plus 100 on that, but man, game week 12, the yeah. biggest favorite, you know, there's rotation going on and, but the biggest favorite is Brighton. That was the first thing that stood out to me. I believe they're minus 255 to beat Nottingham Forest. And it's kind of crazy. It, I think Brighton have one point from their last two met or three matches. I want to say coming off a loss at Brentford, but they are playing Nottingham Forest, so that's a boost. But they're about the same, the same favorite as Liverpool are home against West Ham. But uh, we are not talking about either of those matches. We are actually talking about first up. We'll be talking about a Tuesday match, a Wednesday match, and a Thursday match. We're starting with this Crystal Palace Wolverhampton game. And we're getting, what, Crystal Palace plus 120 to win. Wolverhampton about plus 245 you can find uh, at DraftKings, I want to say. And then the draw is plus 235. The over 2.5 goals is plus 125. Under 2.5 goals, minus 155. So, Chris, we had a couple same bets uh, for this show. And I think this is like... I don't know if it's the public play, or I don't know if it's uh, a trap, but it seems way too obvious uh, to take what you're going to take here. But uh, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen in this match? Is this going to be a scoreless draw here? Oh, th thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. Appreciate the confidence earlier here. Um, <laughs> no, I, so I'm just get out of the way here, but I'm taking both. Uh, no on both teams to score, um, just for a variety of reasons. I mean. A Wolverhampton, the la their last five games have been, uh, you know, one. They've they're, they've lost three of the last five, and in each each of those five matches, it's been one team has scored and one team has not scored. So that's a very basis level statistic. On on the other side of that, though, is the fact that like this is just an ugly matchup. You know, two teams like uh, Crystal Palace. You know, if they're playing a, a more attack minded side, then they're a little bit more fun to watch but I, i'm not going out of my way to watch crystal palace wolverhampton however we do have to talk about them this week so i think it's interesting um in crystal palace's last uh nine matches against wolverhampton at all competitions the score has been under two and a half which is pretty crazy so i'm i'm just like all right well you know given that you know i'm gonna stick to them you know maybe palace winning one nil or it could have been nil nil I just think, you know, we're going to see a very defensive kind of match here. And Wolverhampton have, like, not exactly been lighting it up from an, att an attacking standpoint. They won. They did win last week 1-0, but they had lost 3-0, 2-0, 3-0. And then their, the last win before that was against Southampton 1-0. So they have two goals in five matches. Uh, Crystal Palace, on the other hand, you know, they've been a little bit better. Um, but 0-0 in their last match, they had won 2-1 part of that, lost 2-1 part of that, but then 0-0, 1-1. So... There's not a whole lot of goals in any of these matchups for both teams over the past five game weeks. And that's why I'm going to know on both teams to score. The odds are kind of, seem kind of crazy. Like minus 110, under two and a half is minus 155. I mean, how do we think it's going to be like 1-1? One, one? But I don't know about that. Uh, like Wolverhampton continuing to have trouble to score. Uh, probably, you know... 
they didn't have the best match against Nottingham Forest, but they got the PK. That was their lone goal there in, in a home match against Nottingham Forest over the weekend. We'll see if Diego Costa can start. I'm not, I don't know how much that matters, but it's, gonna, it's a it short week. Yeah, it's a short week, so could see someone like uh, Guedes back in there, Hechan back in there, that kind of a thing for him. Adama? Uh, uh, Triari? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's I started. I mean, he's starting the last couple, so yeah. they're... I guess they don't even have that many guys to rotate anyway, so he'll yeah, probably right. start again as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going on your stat, the last nine matches has been under two and a half. Eight of the last nine matches, your bet has hit in this matchup. So uh, then just for Crystal Palace, they've been they're kind of disappointed uh, in the last match against Leicester City. They didn't really do too much. Uh, Lester kind of controlled that one, and Crystal Palace didn't really get many opportunities. I believe Zaha was like subbed off in the seventieth something minute because he just wasn't playing well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and so we both had this bet. I I looked at s- some other options. I looked at some corner bets, like Wolves over corner, something like that. I I looked at Crystal Palace to win. I kind of like that, but with the way Crystal Palace are playing. I didn't want to take it, so I'm just going one to two goals scored at minus one ten, hoping this isn't a scoreless draw. I think that's the main that's the main thing we don't want here is a yeah. scoreless draw. Um, yeah, I, I guess we're, we're both we're both on the same track here. <laughs> it definitely right. It's that's the problem. That's the issue. Maybe yeah. there will be a PK to either side here. Um, but it's like, do I actually think Wolverhampton can win this one, one nil kind of thing? I guess, because otherwise, like, why not just take Crystal Palace to win or Crystal Palace to win in a clean sheet kind of a thing? Uh, I guess either side can win this one, one nil kind of a thing. So safe to say that we're both kind of steering clear of that Crystal Palace money line. Yeah. They just haven't looked that great. They've looked Fine. I mean, they got a late winner against Leeds in their last home match, I want to say. Uh, that one was 2-1. I believe I took a money line in that game. But Wolverhampton, they're getting Nathan Collins back on their back line. That's going to help. And, I mean, they j- just, they're a good defensive team. And how they play, it's just hard to take Crystal Palace to win, given yeah. just what we just saw from them. And I guess given from what we've seen from the last few matches even. so. Yeah. Another I, interesting stat yeah, too for this is like, so Crystal Palace have played five games at home. Wolverhampton have played five games away. Crystal Palace have lost uh, two of five at home, so it's not like they've been super good there. And then of course Wolverhampton, they've lost four of their five matches away. So it's like it just like feels like both teams not good in you know in the specific matchup here. So it's like, do you just like go draw, like plus four hundred draw? That would be a bit of a, a, a shot in the dark, but you know. Wolverhampton just not playing good away more more so than anything, but neither are particularly good. I think Palace have what is it out of a possible? They've got seven points out of out of a possible um, fifteen. So mm-hmm. I will say, like the reason I've been on Crystal Palace in recent matches is that I mean, sure they have some bad numbers and they have a couple losses at home, but like those losses were against Arsenal. Those are there's against Chelsea. So like they've had a really difficult difficult schedule to open this season. So that's that's kind of why I was on them against Leeds and I might take them money line, but it's not my bet for for the show here. Uh we'll we'll also see what lineups look like again rotation is possible, but 
Next match, we got the biggest match of midweek. This one is on Wednesday. We have Manchester United coming off a uh, scoreless draw against Newcastle where they're kind of outplayed at home, didn't really show a ton, uh, but they're plus 145 to beat Tottenham. Tottenham are plus 185. You can get the draw at plus 255. Over 2.5 goals is minus 140. Under 2.5 goals, plus 115. We have a couple different thoughts on this one. Uh, well, you took Manchester United to win last week, or last and weekend, then, yep. and you wanted to take them to win this game, but I told you not to. Uh, give me your thoughts on this game. You talked me off a ledge on, on, on taking the money line again. I've, this would have been my third time taking Man United money line on the season, and I'm right now, I mean, I guess that didn't Oh, you took them against Arsenal, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and that one actually hit. But this one, you know... I got him on the weekend against Newcastle, zero zero. So I didn't, I didn't catch the match. But from Adam's uh, scouting report, it sounds like Newcastle played better. Um, I just caught caught a couple of highlights, so missed that one. But I, you know, like looking back at at some of these stats, I mean, there was I think it was two seasons ago. The big result was when Tottenham beat Manchester United six one. I think it was at Old Trafford. But like looking back over the past ten matches. United is beat unbeaten in eight of those ten matches, so they it's not like they are out here getting dominated by Tottenham. They are going to be playing at home once again, where they've been okay. So I just was like, ah, I feel like Tottenham. I mean, I arguably playing a little bit better, but I just thought like ah, you know them playing at home once again. It's I'm one and one, maybe improve it to two and one on the money line. But uh, you you kind of talked me off you talked me off the ledge on that one. And looking at it, you know, again, going back to some of the previous results, there's been a, a fair bit of goals in these matchups uh, between Tottenham and Manchester United. So I'm actually going to go on um, both teams to score, no draw. I think somebody comes away with this, and I would say, you know, if I had to, if I had to select it, I think it'd be Manchester United. But you're getting that one at plus thirties, plus one thirty, so pretty solid odds. So um, that's that's both teams to score, no draw. So you're expect, I'm expecting a few goals, and I. I don't think you get any favors on the over. Uh, I think you got to get into over three and a half to find anything worthwhile, which is kind of a big ask. Um, it is, yeah, the over two and a half is minus 140, so not the best of odds, but I think you, you get a little bit more value going to this one when I do think there's going to be probably at least three goals. Well, I'm going the opposite of that, but <laughs> based Good. off what you said, it, it kind of matches just with how the recent games have gone between these teams like you said uh, I mean you didn't read the results off but Manchester United have scored three goals in each of the last three meetings won 3-2 in the in the same situation last season then they won 3-0 at Tottenham so either it's a thing with these lineups where for some reason Manchester United have an edge over over Tottenham over Conte even because uh, he was there for those matchups last season so maybe that's something Maybe it isn't. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I t uh, yeah, I guess if you would have went Manchester United to win here, uh, these would have been the same bets because I took under two and a half goals in their game against Tottenham. And it was scoreless, so I won that one. But I'm taking under two and a half goals. It's plus 115 for this one. I think it was plus 120 against Newcastle. So around the same odds. I, I just think that... You know, you look at the recent results, and maybe it's kind of hard to to take this, but I, that's kind of where that's kind of where the public's at. That's kind of where you're at. I'm calling you the public, Chris. I I'm very public, extremely. I'm so public. 
<laughs> but I mean, maybe something's going to change here. It, it does seem like Tottenham maybe have a little more success scoring against better teams. Like they, they have scored against like Manchester city in the past kind of a thing. And, and those games kind of seem higher scoring. It always seems like these Tottenham matches, maybe against lower level teams, it's like they struggle. They don't score until late in the second half kind of a thing. And maybe that, that kind of has me worried a little bit, but just with how these teams have played recently, Manchester United, their only goal scored in the last two matches was like a stoppage time goal from McTominay uh, against Ammonia Nicosia. It's it's a short week. Tottenham. We'll see, but I'm just well, taking teams, under two and a half. That's just where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, we are. At. One of us is going to be. You can. I guess we could we can both be wrong here, which would not be that cool for both of us, but it's it's unlikely that or well, it's impossible for us both to be right. So there's gonna be a loser in this game. If it's two two, we're both gonna be wrong, I guess. Right. But there's not a there's not a way for us both to be right here. There's you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh uh, galaxy brain here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh like I feel like so this is this must be the sixth match, Manchester United match we're talking about on this show. And it seems like all of these matches, it's like, man, it's kind of hard to read about this. these Eric Ten Hag sides. You look at the recent results, it's all it's all over the place. Like, you got the scoreless draw against Newcastle. You got this, this 6-3 result against Manchester City. They beat Arsenal 3-1. And then you have these, what, 1-0 wins against Southampton and, and whoever. Uh, it's just been they've been hard to read, and then like, like we talked about my record before the show, I'm five and zero on Manchester United matches. In every show, I'm like, I don't know how to read this team. Probably the hardest team to read, but maybe that doesn't matter. <laughs> maybe it doesn't matter. Let the people know, know, Adam. The, but I, I'm glad he brought it up because now we got the juju kind of going against your pick. Maybe it's going back to my pick. I'm I'm bringing <laughs> a lot of juju, uh, bad juju on me. Uh, there's my record this season is just like. Uh, my art, my article is twenty six and thirteen, and so you combine that with this, I'm like forty six and twenty three, which is absurd. Pretty crazy. That is absurd. Like when when are you buying the second house? You know, third house. <laughs> like <laughs> the cut your your cup runneth over right now. I mean, this doesn't include like all my personal single game parlays and parlays <laughs> that don't hit that are just stupid. So you know, but yeah. yeah. But okay, that's that's it for this Manchester United uh, Tottenham match. This next one, we got a Thursday game, and so the so Tuesday and Thursday both have two matches, and both matches on Tuesday and Thursday are kind of feature some bad teams, kind of interesting. Yes. So we got Leicester City home against Leeds, and Leicester City plus one twenty five to win. They will not have James Madison in this match. Leeds are plus two twenty of note. So what? Uh, October fourteenth. So three days ago. I don't. This might have been after the weekend matches. I think this is Saturday. Uh, plus two sixty five. Leeds were to win this game. Now they're plus two twenty. So it looks like some money has gone on Leeds. Maybe that was after the James Madison uh, card. Uh, so he's suspending that one. I'm not sure, but the draw is plus two fifty five, and then over two and a half goals minus one forty, under two and a half goals plus one fifteen. Again, this is another one where we had the same bet coming in. So 
what what do you think is going to happen here with Leicester without James Madison? Uh, I think it's trouble, basically. I think yeah. you're on the same same side yeah, here. Yeah, we, we know James Madison here. They're going to, I mean, I, li- I like some of the other players in their attack, but I just don't, I think without James Madison, they're going like, to kind of like lack that cutting edge that, not, not that they've had it really all season, but I mean, they, they have been, they're, they're definitely a better team when he is in the lineup. That being said, it, but you know, prior to the last two matches, they've been giving up goals by the boatload. They've been slightly better the last two games, but still slightly, yeah, slightly. Only well, the AK, AK, they're they're not giving up, you know, four goal or I guess they won four nil. I guess right they, they have back to back clean sheets at home. I guess I guess we can yeah. say that. Yeah, exactly. So that being said, it's like I I could see this kind of and Leeds have themselves been kind of a little bit uh, struggling to score goals. I think they've had what maybe got three goals four goals in the last five matches so it's they've been shut out twice th- twice in the last three matches so it's like they're not playing pretty that well either i honestly thought they could have beaten arsenal the other day um they got a little unlucky there at the end and then that one i think that they call bamford's goal off there that was yeah. a little controversial too but they yeah i know james madison the fact that both teams i just for me it's like i'm taking i don't think that either team are even it's possible that neither team scores here because I don't think that they're that good. But so I'm going to go on both teams to score no draw. Oh, sorry, did I? Is that what I have? No, that's, that was the last matchup. I'm going to go. <laughs> I just read, I just read that from the last matchup. I'm actually going to go under two and a half goals plus one fifteen. Sorry, a little mix up there on my own sheet, but uh, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think I I really don't think that there's going to be a ton of goals here. No, James Madison makes me feel even better about that. So, so I'm gonna stick with it under two and a half for under two and a half goals for plus one fifteen. The last game you were on the public side. Now this one you're not on the public side. Uh, at least that's my assumption here. Uh, just because yeah. like you have two bad you have two bad back lines, so it's like people are just gonna be like, yeah, goals, uh, and people think you know these teams can score too. So, but yeah, no James Madison. Don't know who's gonna actually start for him. Could be uh, Dennis Pryat who started. Uh, what a month a little more than a month ago so the only time James Madison didn't play this season I believe he had some minor injury uh Leicester City went up a man in in like the 20 something minute against Chelsea Chelsea and they ended up losing that one 2-1 they they couldn't take advantage being up a man against Chelsea like 60 minutes too right yeah yeah I mean Harvey Barnes eventually got a goal after Leicester City went down a goal um so it's like how can you trust this team? We're we're not going as far as to say like let's bet on Leeds to win this match. I'm not we're not going to say that, but Leicester I think Leicester's just going to be they've played better defensively at home. Some of that has been matchups and that kind of a thing, but I I think that Leeds coming off they have been bad away from home this season and that is partly a worry here. But uh, I think this is a match where Leeds can actually, you know, kind of take it a little bit to Leicester. Um, and that's kind of where I'm going with Leeds over four and a half corners. It's minus 105. And I just think that they're going to get they're going to get their opportunities. Uh, I think they're I don't think either of these teams are actually playing all that well. But I think just taking away James Madison makes it a little hard to 
for just for Lester, like you know, to attack, to possess the ball in the attack, and do a lot of things. He, I mean, he does a little bit of everything for him. He kind of runs like their attack. We'll see what their formation even looks like. But Leeds had twenty corners in two matchups, two of these matchups last season. I know that was, you know, different manager for Leeds and everything, but a lot of the same players. I still think Leeds have some pretty good players. And at some point, I think Leeds are going to turn around and, you know, Bamford's going to be rolling and scoring goals and kind of thing. But until then, I'm not going to take them to actually win a match. Uh, I may have them on a double chance on my article whenever that's posted. <laughs> Check that out, rotoware.com. But, yeah, I'm just going Leeds over four and a half corners in this one. Side note, we have hit four straight corner bets on the show. So there you so go. It is corners and wagers. That's right. The Corners chapter of the RotoWire Podcasting Network. Yeah, just actually going back on that. So I took the, uh, that was the minus uh, 0.75 corners for Fulham uh, against Bournemouth, I want to say, over the weekend. So they had two corners, and Bournemouth had zero going into the 40th minute. And then Bournemouth had, actually maybe it was three to zero. And then Bournemouth had two corners between like the 40th and 45th minute. And then I got one in like the final minute of the first half. So Fulham had four corners to uh, to Bournemouth's two. So that that bet uh, eventually hit there. So it was uh, a wild bet. That was a wild <laughs> bet. I yeah. was I had to get out like my big time calculator for that one, and uh, you know carry the one, you know move the zero type of thing. It was it was a little confusing. <laughs> if you want a crazier corner but I, I found this <laughs> earlier today i sent this to chris apparently yeah. at FanDuel, you can take it's called like a multi-corner bet and it's like if lester have two corners in the first half and then they have three corners in the second half you take the two multiply it by the three and it's six corners and it's like the multi-corner bet will be like over under six and a half seven and a half eight and a half or something and it's just like why is this a bet so yeah so i mean like if you get like four and four you're in great shape yeah it's like right four and four but if you get like a four and one if you get one in the first half like you're screwed because like it's it's four yeah you you could have like just take like a first half or second half corner bet it it just seems (laughs) like what if you get one in one of these halves like what if in this situation like what if leicester city score two goals in the first half and they have five corners but in the second half like they don't need to push so they get zero one corners and they're over unders like five and a half or something it's like oh well they don't get a corner in the second half so i just lost this stupid bet (laughs) if you know i i don't think there was any doubts about you doing your research here in the back end specifically about corner bets but (laughs) you know just in case the listeners had any doubts you know like we can I assure you that Adam's out there looking up any possible corner bet for all of us. <laughs> I, I I did <laughs> some diving today. Let's yeah. say that I did some diving. Good cup of coffee. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a warning for while that bet looks fun, it also looks like kind of stupid. So maybe maybe I'll I'll put some money on one and then I'll, I'll come back. I'll report back to the show to, <laughs> to see how it went. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. We'll uh, we'll cover this like later this week. I'm sure. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so the parlay. Uh, mine did not hit. I took under two and a half on Crystal Palace. Leicester, that game was scoreless. Chris took over. I think I had under on the Aston Villa game. Under, yes. I under in the Aston, Aston Villa Chelsea two game. And a half, yeah. Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. 2-0. Uh, Aston Villa had like eight shots on target in the first half. Kepa had eight saves, obviously. Yeah. So, wild result for you there. But Loved it. Uh, your parlay record is five and four. Mine's four and six. The team parlay is three and seven, but we're only down five bucks. So, we're about even on, even though we're three and seven on a parlay. As a, it's because as we got a, the plus 200, you know? When yeah, they hit, as they hit. a. If you think that we're down on the show, I'm 20 and 10 and I'm up like 1200. So you're not down. There you go. I'm down a little bit though. <laughs> yeah, I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> Thank you. you speaking share, of you corners, the, the speaking of corners, you got to get into your bet, Chris. You're taking a corner bet. So yeah, there you go. Corners and wagers, as we mentioned, you know, where I was doing the research here. Speaking of corners research, we were kind of tossing this one around pre show, thinking about some matchups and I was like, ah, what do I want to do? You know, Newcastle Everton is interesting, but I didn't want to take any specific like winners or losers in that one. So I'm, I'm taking Newcastle race to seven corners. So what we need Newcastle to do is get to seven corners before Everton, which seems a little, seems likely if it does happen that it's going to be, it's going to be Newcastle at this point in the season. Newcastle is leading the league in corners. I, I found this pretty interesting. They're they're beating you know Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, like three sides who sp- usually are dominating games and getting a lot of these like set piece opportunities. They have seventy four corners through seven games, you know. And then the other part of that is Everton are conceding the most corners of any team uh, in the in the Premier League. So per ninety minutes, they're conceding eight point two corners. Uh, it's basically eight matches or eight, eight corners per match here. So you kind of combine the two Newcastle's propensity to take corners and Everton just giving up a bunch of them. I'm going to go Newcastle race to seven corners minus 125. I like it. I'm going to definitely take this bet probably in this parlay, probably by itself. Uh, Newcastle love to press forward at home, love to push, uh, love to be on the attack. You know, the, all these games are going to be under the lights that has to be uh, mentioned here, and that I think is another boost for Newcastle playing at home. But just in general, like you said, Everton kind of playing a defensive style that leads to a lot of corners for the other team. And I guess the only worry is that it's like Newcastle scored three goals in the first half, and they have, they have six corners, and then it's like they don't have to press in the second half, and they, and they don't have any of that kind of thing. But, you know, I looked at the... 
they beat they recently beat Brentford five to one at home, and uh, I think they had eight or nine corners. So I think that's a that helps the uh, race to seven corners here. Also, just the way Everton plays too. You know, it's like pretty compact. Like definitely like clearing it out as much as as they can. Yeah, I mean they're just hoping like they're hoping Cody and Tarkowski just block everything, and then Pickford to save everything out to out to corners. Yeah, totally. My bet is Chelsea. Just going a pretty simple route here. Uh, Graham Potter is on a pretty awesome run for Chelsea. Uh, I, don't, I don't even. I guess I should have looked this up. They're probably one four straight now. I don't know if it's five straight, but even with injuries, I'm not too worried about this one. We'll see how their lineup looks like. We could see like a Pulisic in here in the starting eleven. Uh, we could see Connor Gallagher in the starting eleven kind of thing, but. You know, they've rotated a bit. Reese James was already out last match, uh, but they are fine. And, yeah, just Chelsea to win is minus 140. Uh, so if you follow me at, on Twitter at all or read my article last week, I hit uh, I hit Brentford at home against Brighton. I think I took him to win. Took uh, Ivan Tony to score the first goal at plus 450. A couple other pretty amazing bets, but... Uh, they were probably outplayed in that match, uh, even though they won. Uh, they haven't really looked that great overall, and while I do like betting them at home, I think this is just another spot where it's like Chelsea are going to control possession. They're just going to have more opportunities, and the hope is that it's not like Ivan Tony has another back heel goal that kind of comes mm-hmm. out of nothing to where mm-hmm. like Chelsea aren't going to win this. So they're going to have more opportunities, Chelsea are, and I'm just kind of riding on that, hoping they hit that back of the net. And so far, they've been hitting the back of the net, so I'm just going to ride with that, Chelsea to win. And that parlay comes out to plus 208, so there you go. I think this is the closest closest we've been to, like, like 200. You know, usually we're, like, 250 or, like, even a little higher than that. So this one feels pretty good. Both Usually, like, one of us takes, like, a – you know, a minus bet here, and the other one kind of has to like make up for it. But we're both taking like what seems like pretty safe bets. Yeah, you saying we play in too safe here? No, no, I think we're playing it smart. All right, all right, there we go. That is kits and waders for game week twelve. We're coming on a Monday, and I think this is the last uh, Premier League midweek until the World Cup. Uh, just fingers crossed for myself and, and and for Chris here so we don't have to come back on another Monday to do a show. But I think we have uh, Champions League in the next couple weeks. Then I believe it's FA Cup, the midweek before uh, the World Cup. So there we go. But the fans, you're welcome for this show. Chris, thanks for coming on. You're in Massachusetts, not to reveal your location here, but you, yep. you've been traveling around the East Coast. Uh, so you're just putting in these shows away from home uh so yeah. thanks for coming on i've been out of, i've been out of my bunker my basement office for a few weeks here but uh you know it's, it doesn't matter we're we're staying sharp i've got an opportunity to get back to 500 this week and that's what i'm solely focused on right now yeah again there are the records i'm 20 and 10 chris is 12 14 and 1 you just got to go 3 and 0 and then you're back above 500 and then from there only goes up only goes up from there there you go <laughs> exactly but there we go. Uh, again, the parlay. Chelsea to beat Brentford, minus 140. Newcastle race to seven corners, minus 125. Those odds are plus 208. Uh, you can find this bet at DraftKings or, I mean, for the most part, I think the race to seven corners you can find at most sites. But 
I believe Newcastle's over-under is six and a half corners. So if the race to seven corners isn't available to you, uh, just take that over six and a half and should be around the same odds there. But yeah. Chris, you can find him at chr 8 on Twitter. I am at Rodasdroik. Chris, any any other lasting thoughts here before we go? No, just looking forward to a couple matches. Um, definitely, despite us covering the Crystal Palace Wolves match, I, I'm probably going to watch that Nottingham Forest game <laughs> instead. But uh, yeah, no, just looking forward to watch some some more uh, EPL games. Before we go, Mohamed Salah is only minus one ten to score home against West Ham. Are you going to take that bet? Man, I should have took the plus two hundred against City, but yeah, that's those are those are good odds. And the one that stuck out to me on that match was the Liverpool plus one and a half. I think it was it was like plus odds somewhere, plus one forty maybe. Yeah, or minus one and a half. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. Might as well take Salah and West Ham have some injuries on their back line. We don't know about uh, who's actually going to start that one, but yeah, yeah. Salah, anytime you can get him around. Even odds are better, and they're playing at home. Uh, I'd probably take that. I think that's uh, you know just a smart bet to take. So there you go. But Chris, thanks for coming on, and we'll see everyone later in the week for game week thirteen. Thanks, Adam. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.